Hello and welcome to All Villa No Villa, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team who've gone from three wins on the spin to two losses on the bounce. It's a roller coaster ride supporting the Villa folks. We'll have more on the defeat to Arsenal in a moment. And later in the show, Frankie brings me yet another scorching hot spicy question. But before we get to that, I should introduce Frankie himself. Frankie, how are you? How are things down under? Not too bad. <laughs> um, it's Sunday morning here, very early in the morning, like 7.30am, uh, and you are still on the same day as the Villa game. So I feel like it was yesterday yeah. to me, and it was today for you. It's still um, fresh in my mind, Frankie. Still fresh. I'd moved on. I'd dreamt of better days. <laughs> Coca-Cola Cup winning teams of 94. Um, I, I watched the game in a casino, which is not... George, would you believe my natural environment is not? Well, it's not. It's not your natural environment, Frankie. But I have seen you in a in in a casino environment before, and I have to say, I think sometimes you. T- I think you, you 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 do take take a shine to it after a while. Oh yeah, you see, you you settle into it quite nicely. It, believe it or not, the 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 three times I think I've ever been in a casino in my life, you were there one of those times, <laughs> yeah. and it was me. There was a there was a moment where I walked up and played blackjack, I think, and I put down yeah. like five dollars <laughs> in the in America. High roller. And then I, I put down five dollars. Um, I was like, you know, looking as if I was James Bond, tapping the tapping the table, hit me, hit me. And then I actually <laughs> won and I gained five dollars. And then she was like, wanna play again? And I just gave it this really like unsmooth, nah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was my one winning experience in a casino of the big five dollars well, looking like the big you, man. You're you're a, you're a quit when you're a head bloke, which I which I respect. Uh, to be honest, you you know you know when to quit. It was like the in between is doing James Bond. Um, <laughs> that was what that's how it would be. And uh, yeah, I mean the the problem was like it was this big kind of sports bar, like it's just huge. And um, I, I sort of was looking around, thinking like, is anyone actually watching this? And I just sort of see people's mm-hmm. eyes like looking up at the screen. And then then when Arsenal scored and the entire place went mental, I was like, oh, everyone is watching this, and they're not <laughs> supporting Aston Villa. So <laughs> great, no. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have to say, because uh, because obviously, while you've been out there, you've been doing these um, these sort of small reaction videos on on YouTube. Uh, oh yeah, which I would suggest people if you if you enjoy listening to the podcast, please do subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Um, if you want to watch any of these videos, they're quite. <laughs> they're, they're, I I it's it's a nice it's almost like a nice combination of like a. Uh, it's sort of a, you know like villa fandom type stuff and and tra- and just general travel videos because every every one i see you in your is a different backdrop and i don't yeah. know i don't know what i look forward to more to be honest the villa game <laughs> or what late night aussie venue you're going to stumble <laughs> yeah. into to watch it <laughs> i mean i mean the, the the one you saw the the arsenal game in today it looked like i know it was a casino but it looked like a club you know i thought yeah. um titanium by david guetta was going to be like the soundtrack to, to saka's goal it pretty much was all these butt foam like flying out the, the door the, the screen you like demanding that the dj puts on crazy train by uh ozzy osborne ahead of the team walking out just to kind of like create that villa park atmosphere in in, in melbourne or wherever you and he's, the he's, Coast. he's mouthing at me can't hear you can't hear you well like uh, David Guetta's just pumping out the 
the the, uh, <laughs> the speakers. Oh, what an image! Well, listen, let's 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 turn on then to uh, to the to the game itself. Unfortunately, we have to do this. It's part and parcel of of this podcast. Come rain or shine, we always do <laughs> these shows. Um, but yeah, it finished uh, Villa nil, Arsenal one so from your from your sort of club come casino frankie what, what did you make of it did all right on roulette not too bad at poker <laughs> um good on the, the slot machines no um it, the first half was terrible wasn't it oh god so bad like so it was bad. really bad i think the last time we played that christmas tree forte formation of like four three two one was when we lost one nil to watford at home yeah and we looked just as clunky this time as we did in that game. Only this time, like the opposition were in real good form and in a really good side. I, I, just the kind of lack of width in the first half, I thought was really telling. Arsenal looked very confident. I thought Saka was really good. Smith Rowe was really dangerous. Um, he reminds me a lot of somebody else who used to wear low shin pads, had very floppy hair. I went to the ground easily, but that's enough about Bosco Balaban. Um, <laughs> I, I, I knew I knew where that joke was going. But <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, is he going to say like Davijin Alar or something? But, but it, was, it was a nice, nice, nice touch with Bosco. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm actually referring to Paul Merson, but uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I think um, Odegaard as well was really good. So their attackers were all on it. Maybe Lacazette was a bit off it, but other than that, they're all on it. And when they got the ball, they were good at spreading the play across the pitch they were very confident drill ball into each other good movement just everything about them looked really good um and defensively pressing from the front it reminded me of when we played at the emirates do you remember that game mm-hmm. that first half where we were absolutely atrocious in that three five two in that first half which was the game where it felt like we've got to call it quits on this formation i thought yesterday it was a moment of maybe I have to call it quits on the, the christmas tree we we've done before it hasn't really looked great before with Buendir and Coutinho didn't really work at all yesterday either um uh, yeah yesterday today for you yesterday for me um <laughs> uh, so I just um yeah a lack of width I thought was telling miserable first half but then uh second half I thought actually we troubled Arsenal a bit pinned them back quite a bit um never i mean other than the watkins hitting the post there was never really a moment where i thought we'd score with lots of crossing mm-hmm. into the box that just didn't go anywhere and i can understand why he made the substitutions with bailey and traore they're two players who are capable of magic and that's probably what we needed they also added wit but they just weren't i wouldn't I'd say they were really at it they didn't they didn't create that moment so yeah, um, Arsenal in the end, you got to you have to praise them as a team that are really good, defensively strong right from the front, and they're very confident going forward. And I think they're a player or two away from really challenging for some really top trophies. Yeah, with Villa, I, I just think it was a just a, a just a strange decision to start with the formation we did. I thought we'd go Ings and Watkins up front, and my idea was that to beat their press, we might send some long balls down the channel. Um, where Watkins and Ollie might drag defenders out wide and things like that, but that wasn't to be. And I'd be interested to know why they chose that formation they did. But yes, um, just a very disappointing game, really. What, what did you make of it? Yeah, no, it was disappointing. I mean, absolutely, the first half was as about was about as bad a first half that I've seen. I mean, even regardless of the fact it was against Arsenal, who we know are in good form and and they are a good side. 
it wasn't a million years ago that we did the double over them. Um, and, uh, you know, they don't have, they don't have too many different players from, from, from last season. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even that long ago when Arsenal fans themselves were calling for Arteta's head when they were rock bottom at the start of the season. Arsenal fan um, TV are calling for his head today, probably. They just won. <laughs> didn't win, didn't win well enough. How, yeah, how how do Arsenal fan TV react when they're actually playing well? I don't I don't know. It's it's a it's weird. They must hate it actually. I think it shuts down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. They are a good team and um and everything, but you know, we were at home. They they had literally two days rest since the Liverpool defeat. We played like the more lethargic side, particularly in the first half. And 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 also we always seem to struggle in in the opening portions of, of games. I mean, Gerard said that numerous times that he's had to get into them mm. at halftime and and you know, we we've had a bit, slightly better second half performance. You know, what why why is it that we can't play on the front foot from the very beginning? It's just something that we've struggled to do for so long now, uh, which is really disappointing. Um you know, for what was at half twelve kickoff at UK time um, for you, obviously it was much later. But um, it, the, the the crowd were up for it. You know, it was a, it was a it was a it was a busy busy Villa Park, and the fans were hopeful and expectant, and they just never really rose to the atmosphere, which was a which was a big shame. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, to, to go back to the formation, absolutely, it didn't work. I, I don't know what Gerard saw in the defeat to Wolves that thought. The, uh, sorry, Watford, where he thought, okay, let's let's give that another go. Um, mm. Sort of quite a strange thing to do. Um, Player-wise, you know, I don't think you can do much about the fact that um, Digne was uh, was injured, but I thought Young really had a tough yeah. time against uh, Saka, as 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 yeah. we as we predicted, actually, didn't we? The in the last show, um, I don't think he could really just handle him full stop which was a shame um and to be honest you know given 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 the attacking talent we have on show that we've talked about again previously you know to, to have one shot on target for us which which in itself was pretty deep into injury time you know it's not it's not really good enough yeah for, for those sorts of players um you know Watkins looked isolated in that formation again I thought he really struggled uh unfortunately yeah, did. Pff, any positives um you know, this is all still a learning. <laughs> we're, we're, we're searching here, aren't we? <laughs> apart from that, apart from the fact that you know, second half there was an improvement. It's a, it's a learning process, isn't it, for for Gerard? It, again, it will just give him more of an understanding in terms of who he wants to keep at Villa Park next year uh, and who he sees sort of departing. Um, again, sort of changing formations is not in the long term not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe after today, mm. he might think, yeah, okay, that we've tried that formation now enough times. It doesn't work. Let's let's leave that one and go with something else. So so maybe that's a, yeah. another positive that we can we can look at. But yeah, I, I certainly am sort of scraping scraping the barrel here. Ming stayed on the pitch. Although I didn't I didn't see it. I don't want to go full on Arsene Wenger here. I I, I only saw kind of stills on Twitter after the game. Oh, um, never, never, a, no, never. No, I, I think Arsenal, the Arsenal fans, are so vociferous on social media that I just, I just saw so many comments saying that he should have been sent off, but, but I, I, I genuinely no, didn't see it. He, he completely won the ball. He got to it first. Um, it was never a booking in a million years, and if he'd ended up getting a second yellow card at some point, it just would have been the, a real grave injustice. 
But one player, I think, who got a booking as well, who actually struggled a bit, was Jacob Ramsey. Mm. Uh, yeah. He's, what, 20 years of age. Happen, so yeah. every now and again, yeah, every now and again, he's going to have a bad day at the office, which is just what he did. Just something, you know, something for him to learn from. Everybody ever has had a bad day at the office. So, yeah, I'd have, I think he, he was right to make the substitution there. Um, maybe could have made some subs a bit earlier than he did. But, you know, ultimately, like, as I say, second half, Arsenal... They were there to get to get at. I think I, I still think that defense is you can get at it, um, and I think Young had a couple of moments in the second half where I thought you know he was in a good area to sort of send a crossing or whatever. But that was the thing; it was all just lots of crosses, wasn't it? And it wasn't much inspiration and quick passing and um, just not. I don't know. There's, there was. I just. I just thought Arsenal. Was, it was just a bit too comfortable for Arsenal. Really. There are a couple of things that I was thinking about after the game. Um, one of them was what Gerard said afterwards, where he where he thought that we showed Arsenal too much respect. Going on to what you were saying about you know Arsenal showing too much class, um, which is true in the game. But do you think the players did show them a bit too much? Uh, you know, a bit bit too much respect. Uh, he said a couple of players looked like they hadn't bought into it or something mm. like that. They hadn't bought into the what he was aiming for. So I did was wondering what who he was referring to there. Um I couldn't I couldn't really think of it. I mean it wasn't like anybody played well. So I was kind of intrigued to know what he saw that annoyed him. Um and whether he thinks that there's he'd need a different if he wants to play that style, he'd need a different type of player to make it work better. I, I don't know. Um I, I wouldn't say we showed them too much respect. I just think that they, that our formation just didn't work, mm. and it sort of played into Arsenal's hands a bit. You know, one week we're praising the narrow thing. I think we've looked far better in those three wins in a row um, than we did previously. But you know, the, the, obviously the, the issue with the narrow approach is that we're going to get we're probably going to be more vulnerable on the wings, and it means you know McGinn and Ramsey have a lot of work to do in midfield to cut, go and cover and help the, the fullbacks. I think if you could have his time again, Gerard. That first half, you'd probably have a completely different approach. Um, maybe have, have kept Ings in the side and kept with the winning formation we'd had, or maybe even start with the the four three three. Yeah, I think I think you probably got a point there. I mean, in in the wins that we had last season, obviously Dean Smith did play with wide players, so you know that that could have been something that Gerard might have looked at. But it's it's so easy, you know. We, we ultimately we are. <laughs> you know, armchair supporters ranking out. So it's difficult. It's yeah. difficult for us to kind of like criticize tactical decisions made by people in much better positions than us. Um, but, but you have, you have a real strong sense of exactly what it is they're aiming for. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, but, but, you know, it's, it was, it was a disappointing performance. Um, and um, another, another sort of, another sort of game on this roller coaster season where you, you genuinely can't predict you know what what villa's going to turn up we've had some amazing results this yeah. season and we've had some sort of really disappointing ones as well so it's so it's um you know it's on to the next game and let's see let's see how we react against wolves yeah um 15 losses we've had this season 15 yeah i still think, ninth though like, which in itself still is quite ninth. incredible yeah it just blows my mind a bit really that but, that but what i would losses. say is the gap between ninth and eighth is pretty vast you know that the, the, the yeah. top eight is so secure. It's it's um you know and anyone from ninth down to well the bottom three basically can sort of finish in the top half of the table. So it's um yeah 
you know that doesn't seem like a real big carrot <laughs> at the end of the day but um no. but it but i think it would be an important sort of step forward given given you know it's just an it's just another another positive step in the grand scheme of things isn't it um, oh yeah so. and and considering how disruptive it's been this year you know you, we lost our talisman in bosco balaban <laughs> um it, it, well look, we lost our talisman, talisman who our whole game was based yeah. around and by god against arsenal did i not yesterday did i not half think that we really missed him mm. um that was a game where some games this season where i've been like oh there's someone we could really do with right now um and he was there he was the one but you know, obviously he's gone and all that. So we lost him. And then Dean Smith, the manager of three years, is gone. Um, lots of new players came in. New, and then Gerard, a new manager, comes in, has to try a whole new formation. A um, whole bunch of motorbikes going around outside. <laughs> um, that was. Uh, the, the, the bikers have arrived <laughs> to uh, find their debts from last night at the casino. They're, they're after me. You know, so there's been a lot of transition, a lot of things have changed um that uh i think if we were to finish top half it would be quite an impressive um feat to be honest so uh yeah let's hope we do all villa no filler on youtube twitter facebook and instagram welcome back everybody now it is time for this This spicy question comes once again from Australia. So it's our second spicy question flavoured with Vegemite. It's here where we cover the controversial topics and get the creative juices flowing. Today, George, I'm asking you, in light of Stevie G's very own spicy post-match interview, what did you make of it? And do you think maybe he has to tone it down a bit? Well... It's, it's it's an interesting one, I think, when it comes to like how managers approach the media. I think some fans like it when their managers are show a bit more personality and are a bit spikier um, mm. when it comes to answering questions. And I think some other fans sort of find it a little bit cringy. Uh, and also yeah. think, you know, some might think that they sort of reveal a bit too much, not only about themselves, but yeah. perhaps about how their team operates. Um, you know, managers that, you know, there's so many managers that play cards close to their chest and they don't really reveal anything. And, and, you know, the post-match interviews are actually just quite dull and repetitive, but, but that's because they want it to be dull and repetitive because they don't want to create any other distractions away from just playing their, you know, playing their football, which, which I think is understandable. I mean, with, with Gerard though, it's, you know, we, we are getting someone who, you know, he's he has his heart on his sleeve. I think he said as much um, in an interview with Des Kelly after the Arsenal game that he he's emotional. You know, um, mm. and um, and you know, frustrated. Um, and that was quite a quite, yeah. I think he, I think he got quite quite upset with uh, with 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 Des Kelly in the, in that interview. Um, yeah, and uh, you know. I think you know Smith was 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 one of those ones that you didn't really give too much away. I, I think I think he was he would always say you know 
this sort of the dust ourselves down onto the next one sort of approach, um, which was, I suppose, a little bit dull, I guess, with, with Gerard, you get something <laughs> a bit more, a bit more interesting and, and, and exciting. And I think, you know, the fact we were talking earlier about, you know, w- what players he was referring to when he mentioned some that haven't bought into his system. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a lot of kind it's, of it's something along the lines. Yeah, but, yeah. Which I think, I think he more or less did say that, but, but that kind of leaves you scratching your head wondering, you know, what do you mean? You know, that's a bit, that's a bit cryptic, isn't it? You know, who, who are you talking about? What, what system are you, yeah. are you playing? Cause I don't think the four, three, two, one is a great system to be moving forward with anyway, if that's what you think. Um, mm. And um, yeah, I think you said something as well about players showing a lack of belief. There's, you know, he was surprised that players didn't show belief and that in a way he's mm. sort of calling his players out a bit, isn't he? Um, yeah. Which again, some fans might think, or oh, maybe you should, you should just kind of like not be saying, stuff like that to the media you should be saying that perhaps in the dressing room or behind closed doors i mean for me it doesn't necessarily bother me too much um i think the, the awkward thing would be is if he if he responded to a journalist if he was say linked with another club and he responded to a journalist in the same way he responded to a journalist up in scotland when he was asked if he was leaving rangers and he said uh, i think she said i the words she used were, are you happy at Rangers? And he was like, do I look happy? Do I look settled? Uh-huh. And then liter- and then literally, you know, 15 minutes later, he's on the flight down to Birmingham to sign for Villa. So, um, you know, it, it you know, it, it can backfire, I suppose, in that way. But um, I've, yeah, I've got, I've got no issue with it. And, I, and I, I quite like it, to be honest. I think it is quite refreshing. And I think there's so much um, sanitation when it comes to football these days in terms of how players and, uh, managers respond to the media. You yeah. know, we, we've talked about it before on social media. They always publish the same messages on their Instagram pages, like, you know, sort of, sort of strong arm emojis and, you know, flame, flame <laughs> emojis and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it just get, you know, you think, why, why am I following him? Because he's clearly not posting anything yeah. himself. So um, yeah, I think, I think, I think the fact that he is being himself, I think is quite important. And, I'm quite glad he does it, to be honest. So long, long, long may that continue, in my opinion. I think that the way we tweet each other or message each other, George, we should start doing it in the style of like professional footballers. <laughs> so that whenever you post, you know, picture like just fed the cat, I just message back to you, bro, <laughs> fist emojis, Crack. strong arm, you know, and then like you've accidentally dropped a glass in your kitchen, take a photo of it. And I'm just like, we go again. <laughs> Fist bump emoji. We go again. Shatter glass. Don't, don't worry. Dust yourself down. We go again. Um, my bro. Strong arm emoji. My bro. My bro. Um, heart emojis. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I didn't mind that interview at all. I I think it was um, yeah, it was a it's become a bit of a talking point and also you know like the the really annoying online culture that is you know that Arsenal will probably just all be like lol with. Um, we've got in his head. We've he's rattled hashtag rattled all that, but you know, it just like whatever. It, you know, it's uh, good that a manager cares, obviously. Um, and um, I guess the questions that were framed to him, yeah, I can un- I can understand. I guess why he might think um, he's just been asked the same question again, really, after he's sort of just answered it. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's a tough job Des, Des Kelly's got as well. You know, he's talking to someone at a, at a moment where mm. their emotions are, are high in, in a very high pressure job as well. So 
you know, you're gonna stand both ways, really. But um, I thought that uh, uh, yeah, I mean, when you said uh, players lacked belief um, or didn't really follow the instructions set or something along that line, it was yeah, interesting. Um, it, it doesn't always work in your favour. Maybe there's a couple of players he's got envisioned not going to be around in the after this summer, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I guess. There are times when managers being spiky can sometimes be a hint that like the that the end might be nigh. Um, but this is obviously not the case here. Well, I think in this one, you know, you look at Jurgen Klopp, he's regularly pretty spiky. Yeah. Pep Guardiola's yeah. often, you know, after a loss is sort of monosyllabic. Um, I remember Wenger would give one word responses when when he lost sometimes. It's you know, it's just the way um managers are and, and um Gerard obviously has high standards, wants to um, win constantly, and he's probably pretty already fed up with just seeing Villa sort of losing to um, some of the top teams yeah. in the league yeah. and not not really putting up as good a fight as we could mm. do um, in some of those games. I think he looks at the squad, and, and as, as we do, and I think, you know, we should, like player for player, we should be more competitive against the big six. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we got we got that, yeah. you know, dramatic point against United at Villa Park a few weeks ago and and what and whatnot. But you know, we we you know we do have we do have a very strong team and um and and our record against the big six under Gerard is is pretty bad. So um yeah yeah that would that's certainly something that I think I think we should be looking to to turn around. And I guess when it comes to his criticism of Players, although he doesn't name players, obviously he talks about individuals having showing a lack of belief or not buying into his system. I think perhaps mm. he can get away with it because of who he is. Um, you know, uh, if another manager said that who didn't perhaps have an illustrious playing career, players might be like, "Well, what, what does what does he know?" Um, about- if Remy Gard was saying <laughs> that with Gabby Abonlahor as captain, we'd be <laughs> well, we'd, we'd be on a highway to relegation again. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think for that reason, perhaps he can he can say that and, and maybe not uh, sow the wrath of the uh, dressing room. Um, but uh, but yeah, you're you're right. I mean, other top managers do it, so why does Gerard have to be meek? He can be he can be abrasive too, and 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 emotional too. And and that's, if that's who he is, yeah. then then so be it. At least he hasn't done what someone did in Scotland, like ten fifteen years ago. I remember during an interview he got so annoyed that you just saw him sort of like I've had enough of your questions and he just starts sort of like veer off the camera you just hear this kerfuffle off screen and he ended up like headbutting the interviewer so you know hopefully Gerard never reaches that level of <laughs> we've done a fair few interviews in our time I'm mm. like uh, I've I've seen a couple of like people get annoyed off off camera at some people no no I've but I've, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've not yet had anyone get spiked. I, I, me, I'm not going to name names, but I have, I have interviewed someone who got spiky with me, um, and they were in the field mm. of sports, um, right. So maybe it's maybe it's a, maybe it's a maybe it's a sports thing. Maybe I think, yeah, sports people don't because because I think the thing is about sports is people really get spiky if you criticize them. I think, do, mm. do you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, the, the, I, think this, I think sports people generally are so used to being fawned over that when, it, when, when, you, when you sort of come to criticise them, they, they, they don't really handle it. Or if it's perceived that you're criticising them, they, they don't handle it very yeah. well. 
Um, or it's like it's like a it's a very specific mentality, isn't it? Elite sport, you got you know, it's absolute win at all costs. And mm. the reason you've made it in elite sports because you have you you built different in yeah. you know, mentally as well as physically. So, but I yeah, I, I think uh, with Gerard, I'd uh, nah, cut him a lot of slack. I think uh, I think if we're losing six or seven in a row and it's getting like that, then it's a different you know scenario. But that he's just got a lot of credit in the bank at the moment till till next season really so uh, yeah I'm glad to see a manager who wants to win and is willing to you know make it clear that he does that was the spicy question and both George and I appreciate Stephen Gerrard's post-match reactions if you have an opinion on that you can get in touch by emailing us at allvillanofilla at gmail.com or you can get in touch through Twitter Facebook or Instagram. Okay, Frankie, let's look ahead to Villa's next game. Uh, We have a bit of a break now, but it's Wolves away in early April. Can we avenge our 3-2 loss from earlier in the season? Not really sure what to make of Wolves. They're a bit they're not. I mean, they're well. They're well ahead of us in the table. Well, one place ahead, but points-wise, they're well ahead. But they've had a fair few losses as well this season. Nine, I believe. Um, and I mean, their recent results. I mean, they lost three two at home to Leeds in a very dramatic game. I mean, they had, did have a red card in that where they seemed to sort of fall apart. Um, then they've, uh, you know, they beat Watford 4-0, they beat Everton 1-0 away, but then they also lost in early March 2-0 at home to Crystal Palace. So, um, not in the greatest form, three losses in five for them. So, you know, that's a team that we can we can get at, I think. Um, and they also have uh, lost Raul Jimenez for the game, um, for, the, for the red mm-hmm. card he got against Leeds. Um, and also potentially Ruben Neves, I think, might be injured. Um, so yeah, it's um, and their the, the formation it's not massively dissimilar to how Brighton play actually, the sort of three, four, two, one thing they do, you know, with uh, the wingers pulling, you know, uh, you know stretching the, the game. Um, I'd say that if we're you know to play, um, uh, go back to Ings and Watkins, um, two against three, um, two strikers against three defenders. We'll see how that would go um, with Coutinho just off them. Um, yeah, I think it could work and cause them some ser- real problems. I think if Ollie's playing on his own, I'm not sure playing against those three physical defenders will necessarily be a benefit to him. I'm not sure it'll be players with strengths. So I think maybe a two of Ings and Watkins, I think maybe we should consider that. And then you'd looking at their wingers, you know, um, you know, uh, Trincao maybe out wide and someone like Pedenza, I think is really excellent. Mm. Every time I watch them, I think he's really yeah. good. Um, if they get sort of the freedom of the park out wide, that could, that will cause us some pretty serious problems. But I think the fact they don't have Raul Jimenez as a talisman up front um, that does give me some confidence, I think. Um, but if I was to guess how I think it would go, I think it would be a draw. 
How about yeah, you? no, I, th- I think I think a, I think a draw. I think I think you're right. It's kind of two relatively inconsistent sides uh, playing each other. I mean, Jimenez out is obviously a massive blow for them for sure. But you know, they've they've got they've got talent in you know offensive areas, as you say. Neves is just a brilliant player. Um, Moutinho's like this ageless, graceful midfielder. Yeah. Um, Dendonka's a decent player, um, as you say, Pedence. Huang um, has, has, has done well for them. Huang Hichan. Yeah. So, you know, they've got, they've got, you know, they've got good players. And if you, and if you look at their defence, Saar has been in really good form for them this season. One of the signings of the season, I think, uh, Jose Saar, the goalkeeper. Um, mm. Yeah, he's very And, good. Um, you know, Cody Sice, good, good defenders. Um, so they you know that you know they're, they're probably in terms of quality not too far away. You know, we're, we're neck and neck, I guess, in terms of quality, although they are obviously a place and a good few points above us 10, ten points, yeah. 10 points ahead of us, yeah. yeah. Um, um, you know, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, it's it's a semi local derby, I suppose, so I'm, I'm sure the fans will be will be up for, for it. Um, it'd be interesting to see. I, I really hope by then. Dina is fit. I think we have probably missed him because he's, you know, more more, mm. more 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 natural left back. So, you know, hopefully if he's because we do have a bit of a break now due to the internationals, then um then uh Dina will come back in at left back. And then it, it'd be interesting to see whether Con whether Gerard still stick with Consa. Because maybe, mm. you know, see Chambers came in and we did we did quite well under with, with Chambers in the back four. Does does he revert back to Chambers? I, prob- I don't. I think he'll stick with. I think Cons, he will. So. I think he will too. But um, yeah. But that's that's an option for him. And then, yeah, in terms of formation, I think he probably will go back to uh, Watkins and Ennings. Um, I think to be honest, with the West Ham game, it um, you know, it was just one of those performances where uh, where we just struggled against a very well drilled. West Ham team. I was quite surprised they changed it, changed it up so much for for, for the Arsenal game. Um, mm. But um, you know, again, who are we who are we to criticise Frankie? But um, but yeah, I, th- I think he will go back to Watkins and Ings, and I and I do think they'll you know we will get a response and a better performance. Um, but yes, I think away at Wolves, I'm um, I'm thinking a draw. And if I was going to pick a score, I'd say maybe one all. When you say who are we to criticise, I'll have you know that in the year 2003, I stormed Serie A unbeaten with Roma and I beat Lazio 7-1 in the final, in the Coppa Italia final. So, you know, who are we? <laughs> I, 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 championship manager, legend material I am. Um, I also did get sat by Northampton within five games. Was this the same, was um, this the same save? Did you, did, you, did you go from Roma to Northampton? Yeah, pretty much. I was like, uh, I had a big falling out with the board at Roma. Yeah, the only team that would take me was Northampton. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I just, um, yeah, five games. I signed, I think I signed Danny Nardiello, the f- a Manchester, one time Manchester United yeah. prospect for Northampton. I really thought, like, this is the man who's going to carry us to promotion from uh, League Two. And then, uh, nope. Um, lost to six nil, five nil, four nil, five nil, and six nil. I believe Yikes. it was. So, uh, so yeah, that was that was me out of my job. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, if Villa ever need a new manager, don't look to to my uh, Championship manager CV. Well, I, 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 yeah, I remember. I my best save on Football Manager was um, Southampton two thousand and six, uh, and mm. I played four three three. Neil Meller, remember him? 
Yeah. Signed him. And he was just lovely cushioned header. <laughs> that's right. That's it. He's the one who gave the lovely cushioned header for Gerard. Yeah, that's right. Um, he was he was banging them in for Southampton, won the league. So mm. yeah, I mean you're right. Who who are we to criticise? Well, you know I won the league with Southampton in 2006. Has Ralph Harson all won the league? He with has Southampton? not. Nope. No, exactly. Have you lost nine nil a couple of occasions with Southampton? No, no. not no. at all. So, so we know what we're talking about. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think I think. I think we'll get back to a sort of a more positive footing against Wolves. I really do think we will. Um, just watch us now get humbled and beaten. But it's that's the thing, though. This, this yeah. season, as, as we've said, it's a roller coaster. I genuinely don't know like, what what level of performance we're going to put in in any game that we play. So, um, no. so we shall see. Yeah, we're uh, it's it's yeah, it's just hard to call Villa really. Um, just sometimes it just seems to depend on the day. Yeah, I think I would say is that you know it'd be nice to avenge that three-two from earlier oh, in the God, season. Yeah. That yeah, was a yeah. real turning point in the Smith era, I think. Yep. Um, I still can't believe that final ten minutes. It's just—it was a shocker. Absolutely bends my brain that that happened. Also, a key question: um, you know, Robert Plant, Wolves, Ozzy Osbourne, Villa. Who's the better band, Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin? Oh, I mean, I think personally, I probably would go Led Zeppelin. But um, I've probably listened to more Led Zeppelin yeah. in my life than sorry. Black sorry, Sabbath. But... Although, uh, you know, Crazy Train is a bloody good song. So, yeah. But yeah. As was um, the Osbournes, great reality TV show. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I wonder if, I, if a, lot, a lot of our listeners even remember the Osbournes or even born <laughs> when it was around. So it feels, like, it feels yeah. like to me it was only yesterday, but it probably was about 15 years ago. Okay, thank you everybody for listening. I've been your host, George Zielinski. See you later, Frankie. Catch the bit, George, up the villa. Up the villa, and it is goodbye from me too. We'll be back to review the Wolves game in a couple of weeks' time, but until then, come on, Super Aston Villa. Mm-hmm.